Hey, Golf Junkies. This month's episode is with Cassie Isaacs, who is the founder, CEO, and owner of Calliope Golf right here out of Spokane, Washington. Calliope Golf is a women's golf brand offering women's golf apparel and accessories. It's a much-needed company in the golf industry. Uh, This podcast continues to be about golfers doing amazing things in the golf industry And this episode is no exception. It was a lot of fun talking to Cassie about how she started the company, where the company's headed. Um, They've seen a lot of growth over the the last year um, and some amazing things that they have coming up. We also, of course, touch on golf in general, Cassie's golf game, my golf game, which is always rough. And we had a lot of fun just kind of catching up and, and talking about golf. So here it is, episode 27 of Golf Shots. Let's do it. Thank you for um, starting a women's golf clothing <laughs> company. I'm thanking you for all women, I guess. I am. You're kind of <laughs> thanking me for the husbands too, though. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I I'm lucky. My wife is a golfer. Right. Um, I find myself very lucky. She loves to play golf. She loves to go out and tee it up. And it's like, okay, let's. I need to buy her uh, some women's golf clothing, and I don't know where to start. And I'm right. a huge uh, Travis Matthew fan. Yeah. Um, I buy a lot of Travis Matthew stuff, and they, they announced their women's clothing line not too long ago. And yeah. I got on there, and I'm like, this is like loungewear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not, to, not to say anything bad about Travis Matthew because I love it, but that's like, there's not anything on there that I was really excited to buy for her. So right. I was excited to see your company start up. So. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> hey, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a reason why I started it, and yeah. that's exactly why, is that for the most part, women's golf wear has just been an afterthought. And even with Travis Matthew, which is a brand that I love and my husband loves and has loved for years and years and years, they're a men's brand, right? And yeah. so, yes, they're starting to get into the women's space, which is great, but they were a men's brand first. And what we're doing differently is – we are a golf-specific women's brand. So there's other women's brands popping up out there, but you'll notice that most of them are not just golf. I mean, it's golf, tennis, pickleball. They always go kind of horizontal in the space, whereas we're pretty much dedicated to being a women's-only golf brand. Yeah. Um, and you just don't see it out there in the space. I mean, I even Googled it before I started the business, <laughs> and I was like, there's – one company that's a women's only golf brand and they're based out in new york and they're not even just golf anymore they're already they've already branched out into tennis and and other sports too so and it's pic- kind of interesting and pickleball too <laughs> and pick- i think maybe pickle- people you'd be surprised pickleball is like blowing up yeah it's across huge. the u.s i have yeah. so many people who are like you should get into pickleball you should do pickleball <laughs> pickleball clothing line. <laughs> if i listen to everybody who gave me advice then i'll come up with something totally different by company. the end of this podcast i'll have a new right. idea for you. <laughs> yeah. i like to just throw out i always say i don't have good ideas but i have lots of ideas right yeah exactly <laughs> there's a lot floating around up in this brain, so was that so. a frustration for you already that you're like I don't know because you're golf not having anything to wear yeah if you're like <laughs> uh, that's that's probably where the idea came from I assume well yeah you know so pretty much it was a jealousy thing so yeah. my husband and I we'd go into a golf shop and 
there's always like a tiny back corner, right, for the women. It's like all the men's stuff with these cool niche brands. It's not just, it's not even the big players anymore. It's, I mean, you got these cool brands like Travis Matthew, Link Soul, Grayson, all these smaller brands that are just very niche. And then the women's, you have like Adidas and Puma and just really boring stuff, but like all the same prints, like florals and neons and skirts down to your knees and just nothing that I would want I would even go in thinking I have to buy something because I really like this course and I want the course logo on like a polo yeah and I I went in like I want to spend money on a polo and then I look at what is there and I can't justify spending $80 on a polo that has these like bright flowers and horrible designs on it and so it was partially a jealousy thing. Like, yeah. all right, we can do better than this. Come on, ladies. And I'm not even a fashion designer. I grew up playing soccer and basketball, and my background is sports administration. Um, but I was just like, this, it can't be that hard. I mean, there's, yeah, manufacturing process is kind of a pain, I'll, I'll admit. But there's just, there was just nothing to choose from. And I will give the other brands credit. There are a lot of more women's brands popping up. But we're, we're doing things a lot differently than any of the newer brands even um, that you'll see because we're not just we're not just trying to make clothing we're trying to create a culture um, that makes golf just more fun and laid back for women mm-hmm. like you see kind of what Travis Matthew did on the men's side yeah um, women just don't have that you go out there and when I would go out with my husband I would get so nervous because we'd get either paired with a couple other guys playing or paired with two other people. I'm like, gosh, I hope the wife sucks. Like, I hope she's really bad because I'm not a super good golfer. Yeah. And so we get out there and I just, I just tense up and I'm not bad, but it's just, it's a nerve wracking sport when you're just getting going. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think just kind of creating a more laid back fun atmosphere for ladies is really key and creating something that we have as our own brand is huge because there's a lot of women out there who want to golf, but it is kind of a nerve wracking thing for a lot of them. Yeah. We had, we had, I actually had a podcast uh, with a friend of mine named Kylie Kellogg who played college volleyball and has played professional volleyball actually. And she's taken up golf and we just talked about how (laughs) scary the sport is It is, and, and how many things you have to figure out just outside of swinging the club, you have to figure out all the unwritten rules and then the written rules and then fashion. (laughs) Yeah. The fashion is a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. And it's changed over the years. So like you said, like the floral stuff. And I think Travis Matthews kind of one of those companies is that's shown us that you don't have to get crazy to like, like that's why I love Travis Matthews. I like like the basic stuff. Very basic. Yeah. Right. And just like a one stripe or something. I have friends who make fun of me. They're like, this is a Steve shirt right here. You know, this looks like something (laughs) you would wear. And it's always like this basic, like gray and white. Yeah. Like a black or something. Right. (laughs) I'm not embarrassed to say, I like just kind of a basic uh, color pattern. I feel like you guys are doing a lot of that where it's a lot of uh, more simple, you know, there's not a lot of floral stuff. Right, and that that's really kind of what we do. So uh, at Manitou, for instance, m- one of their best sellers for women over the past few years has been Lululemon. And yeah. at the time, they weren't even making golf stuff. It was all tennis stuff, right? But women wanted that because it was just kind of your solids and your basics, something you can wear, you know, o- outside of golf even, mm-hmm. right? But 
some of these things that are made out there, it's like you wear that once on the golf course. You wear that bright pink flamingo shirt on the golf course once, and everyone's going to know when you wear it again, right? <laughs> I mean, you can't get away with it. And so we really wanted to create a brand where we we have more of like a solid palette, but we do some cool like embossing or textures. Um, and so you can do prints, but just let's make them a little more subtle and not so in your face and obnoxious and that's that's kind of how we how we design our our clothing um and then also just having colors that kind of work well together so doing a lot of mixing and matching so you can buy a solid polo and mix and match with a different skirt but don't feel like you have the same outfit on every single time you go out but it's not as recognizable. Yeah, that's funny. Kinda... That's funny you say that. I got, I bought a pair of uh, Puma shorts that were like neon green, and right. I wore them one time. Yes. <laughs> like, <that laughs> and you're like, <laughs> can't ever wear those again. Because... And I played in like a shotgun tournament at Hayden, and a guy almost hit me with a ball from really far <laughs> away. And when we got inside, he goes, he came up to me, he goes, sorry, I almost hit you that ball. And I'm like, how do you know it was me? <laughs> he was shorts. so far away. And he's right. like, well, I saw you. You know, you look like you're glowing. <laughs> and I never wore them again. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it is example. with every women's golf clothing, piece of golf clothing out there. I mean, yeah. until now, you know, we're kind of starting to evolve, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> what did I read? I, I read an article online. Um, where they were interviewing you, mm-hmm. and you were talking about kind of the start of the company, and then there was a funny story about the one of the shirts that you designed, right? And the the uh, potato the sack. potato yeah, sack, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what my husband said. Because uh, so yeah, the manufacturing process, you think it's going to be easy. Like how hard could it be to make a piece of clothing? Well, when it yeah. comes to women's clothing, it's actually a lot more complicated because women's bodies are all so different, right? And so the first design. I think we made this shirt out of like Pakistan or something. We were <laughs> sourcing from a couple of different countries and um, it came in and I thought this was going to be the coolest golf shirt ever. I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. I had like a higher collar and it came back and it was, it literally felt like a potato sack. Like they cut <laughs> a shirt out of a potato sack and then dyed it navy and like screen printed some stuff on it. And yeah, when my husband, I put it on and the neck was up to here, up to my chin and it just, oh, it was horrible. He was just like, you literally look like you're wearing a potato sack <laughs> over your body right now. And I was like, okay, so this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna do the trick. So yeah, we, uh, we definitely didn't move forward with that company, <laughs> but, but that was kind of a, is one of those things where it's like, that's what makes it challenging is the communication barrier, especially depending on who you're manufacturing with is really hard to get by. Like I have this great idea in my head and then putting it on paper and actually having the manufacturer take that and make the product. I mean, it's actually a lot trickier than you would think. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so we learned a lot off the bat, but, um, it's been quite a journey. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So when did you officially start the company then? So officially, the company was established in 2019, Mm. um, uh, December of 2019. Um, And then we changed the name in 2020, and we didn't really sell any product because we, so 2020, COVID obviously hit in March of 2020 (laughs) when we were like going into our manufacturing and then everything shut down. So we didn't actually get any products in until the end of the season of 2020. I want to say like September or October even of 2020 Mm. is when we actually got 
I call them our OG skirts. So our original skirts, um, there were like four different designs, and then our belt bags, and then our lockets, our lockets for the with the ball marker. Those all came in toward the end of 2020. So we didn't even have our website up. So we actually started selling in 2021, and then by August of 2021, we finally had our full line. So really, last year was our first full year of having a full line. Oh wow! And selling online direct to consumer wholesale accounts all that oh okay i didn't realize it was that was the timeline we're very yeah we're still pretty pretty fresh but we don't we don't look it i mean we've grown from last year to this year just year to date Mm. where we've grown 500 percent. i mean we are just it's insane we have seven reps across the country now we have a sales manager we have a full-time ops manager um we're we're gonna hire on probably another probably double our amount of sales reps across the U.S. We wow. have almost 400 wholesale accounts across the U.S. now. Um, so it's it's growing pretty rapidly. And it just goes to show that it's so needed and desired uh, in this space. Like women want mm. better clothing. And they don't just want a brand who's going to say that they're going to do something different, but then revert back to the same old ways. Because it's super easy to say you're going to do something different and then get a little bit of negative feedback like oh your skirts are too short or this doesn't you know work for a golf course because we can't wear tea back on our course or whatever you know the discrepancies might be yeah. um it's really easy to try to cater to those those people but and so I see a lot of companies doing that where oh okay well maybe we should add some length to our skirts or maybe we should do that because that's what that's what these people want but we have always said that we know who we are and we're going to stay true to our brand and what sets us apart from the rest. And really that's just, I mean, we're going to make the skirts the length that we started because that's what sells. And that's what women, most women want, not all women. And if they want a longer skirt, there's a million other companies they can go get a longer skirt from. So if we start lengthening our skirts or if we start catering to the few that don't like our brand, then we're just changing who we are. And that's not what we're going to do. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's <laughs> hard because it. you definitely get it. We get a lot of feedback I'm on our sure, short yeah. skirts. But <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you have like 5,000 products and you're all over the place. But right, right. Good to kind of stay focused. <laughs> exactly. And and we, we noticed that. Our SKUs mm-hmm. kind of started growing, right? Because we did start to kind of feel like, okay, you know, maybe maybe we should do something with a full back or do some, some short sleeves for the ladies that want to cover their arms, which is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. And that's fine to have like a couple of those products, but really our best sellers are our skirts and our polos that are the tee back and our dresses that are the tee back that, I mean, women want to look good out there. Mm-hmm. And they're not so short that you're you're going to get kicked off the course. All of our skirts have undershorts, and I'm not going to design or make anything that I'm not comfortable wearing in front of my seven- and nine-year-old boys, yeah. you know? So <laughs> it's not like we're, we're doing anything that's going to really – like, we like to push the boundaries of – you know, okay, is this, this is kind of in between this, you know, tennis and golf is kind of our, so like tennis skirts are a little too short for golf, 
most of the golf skirts are just a little too long, in my opinion. And so I try to find a happy place in between. Oh, okay. I like it. So. Yeah, that works. It works. Hey, it works for me. Right? I mean, like I said, the most husbands really, really love our brand. Yeah, yeah. As long as my <laughs> wife wears it, I'm good. I did, so uh, a, a friend of mine at work sent me a text and said, hey, you need to look. In, if uh, This was just before Christmas. Right. She said, "If you, you should get your wife some... Uh, stuff off of this web, and she sent me your website. Right. And she said that she met you at Wine, Women, and Shoes at yeah. the Coeur d'Alene Resort, and then so I hopped on there. And I'm, my wife needs to buy her own clothes like this, right? So right. I, I'm, I, I'm like, this is great stuff. And so then I was telling my wife about it, but I did buy uh, the shirt. I am comfortable buying a t-shirt. A t-shirt, for a graphic So I did tea, get yeah. her the shirt that says uh, "Golfing Wife." Like, nice. Uh, like, um, those are selling like hotcakes. So I bet they like, are. Oh, yeah, yeah. like a normal wife, but way better. But way better. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a classic one. Right? Yes. Oh yeah. And all the graphic tees are just—they're just super fun. And that's what I was talking about when I said we're trying to just make it a little bit more laid back and fun for ladies because I mean again when we'd go into the golf shops men always had really cool graphic tees even you know Travis Matthew Link Soul my husband would always come back with these awesome t-shirts I'm like I can't even buy a t-shirt in a golf shop that's cool I mean (laughs) not even a t-shirt how is that not being done (laughs) and so all the graphic tees are just things that I've kind of like come up with off the top of my head like oh We'll throw this together and, and see how it sells. And well, again, thank you for that. <laughs> That's a good one. She loves that shirt too. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but we've even stolen uh, Lululemon, which I originally thought of as a women's line, and now they're making really good men's. Stuff. Oh yeah, they make they make good men's stuff too. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, aren't these yoga pants? But right. <laughs> oh, I people like ask them. me, they're like, you, what, what kind of pants are those? Oh, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband did because Gordon at Manitou was pushing them to him one year, and he was like, oh, I don't know. About I'll buy a Lulu. Isn't that a chick's brand? Yeah. <laughs> and then he yeah. bought some. He's like, oh, these are great. Oh, they're really comfortable. I got some jogger, like Lululemon jogger. Right. Like, these are so comfortable. I love these. I'm like, can I wear these around? Right. <laughs> Since I get my okay. wife's approval, I don't really worry too much about it. <laughs> what, exactly. What, uh, where did you come up with the name? So Calliope is that, and no one pronounces it right. By I'm way. glad I didn't say it because I was yeah. going to say it wrong. <laughs> Most people say Calliope, yeah, which is yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. um, but Calliope is actually the name of a hummingbird that's native to the Pacific Northwest. Oh. And the reason uh, we decided to go with that is because we, so we live out in Valley Forward and we have 10 acres out there. And nice. in the summer we get a ton of hummingbirds up on our deck and they're just super fun to watch. And one of the, things we love to do as a family is we go out on our deck and sit th- sit back there with our boys and we'll just watch the hummingbirds come and, and eat and they're actually like super aggressive I don't know most people don't know that but they kind of attack each other yeah really? <laughs> it's kind of crazy <laughs> they t- attack but, each other not, yeah at each okay, other yeah not, not people okay. but yeah they'll attack each <laughs> other like, but um no so it's it was just a cool thing we do as a family like we just sit out there and my boys love watching them and We'd, my husband brings a guitar out and starts singing, and it's just—it was just a fun thing to do. And my husband works corporate, and so he's—he's he's just grinding all the time, super busy. He travels a lot, and so it was kind of this like just peaceful thing that we do together. We say it was our just be moment, which was kind of the initial concept of the company was this whole just be moment, like taking time to just be in the moment and be with your family and put everything else behind you and when we started coming up with a name of for a name of the company that was really something that we wanted to base it off of was a hummingbird but i mean you don't want to call it hummingbird so i started googling yeah. you know i did my google research and um 
there's really weird names for hummingbirds and so most of them were terrible like ruby throated hummingbird or whatever like weird (laughs) weird names and and so we're like yeah "Yeah, that's not gonna work and then calliope was the only one i came across that i thought that's kind of a cool name and i had to look up how to pronounce it but (laughs) um so yeah that's what we ended up um deciding on and so what was so you said you had a original name though was it completely different well so it it was that kind of just be so it was just well, be was. like okay. yeah in the moment gotcha. and and it was just that was more like the concept yeah. and that was what we had just had as like the company like the i guess the shell company name initially Uh-oh. and then we fully changed it it was just the pencil to write it down well, in pencil yeah because <laughs> the the original idea with the whole just be and just being more in the moment was um the bracelets that we made so the lockets uh, they're golf ball markers right oh. and um They pop open, they're magnetic, you slide it out, and it's not like an ugly looking thing you put on your hat, right? And so they had like, when I initially started making them, they had different sayings in it, like calm your chaos or just be. And so like when you're out there on the golf course, trying to just take a deep breath and and let everything else going on in life kind of just slip away and put it behind you and just be out there in the moment, enjoy your time. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the initial concept were these little like locket bracelets that I was doing. And then my husband, who's very business savvy, was like, well, why, why just do that? Like, why not do an entire, uh, an entire line? Do yeah. a women's line. You know what looks good. You have, I never wore golf, really very golf-like clothes. You know, I'd probably find like a tennis skirt or match it with, you know, I'd, do I have my own style and so then I was like yeah I mean I guess I can look into it and then next thing you know people just loved it they loved what we were doing and it just blew up after that that's so. amazing growth that you've had this is incredible it's super yeah it's super <laughs> cool because everyone thinks I'm no like idea. this this fashion designer and <laughs> the funny thing is I had no clue what I was doing when I started this business so it's, it's all just been grinding and um learning as we go and it's just picked up so quickly. And I think that just goes to show how women just are so ready for something that's different and something that's disruptive, that's disruptive, mm-hmm. but also doesn't cost you $500 for a golf polo. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at G4 and I love, I love their stuff. I think they do a really great job marketing. I think they have some really nice stuff. Um, but me personally, I don't want to spend that much money on a golf polo or golf pants I mean that's just not something I want to do and some ladies will and that's fine but we even get we get a ton of people who are like your pricing is so good for the the luxury of your of your product and your fabric and so we're trying to keep it reasonable um for people but also I mean we tend to target like more of your like boutiques and private courses and like higher end resort courses just because it is we are kind of like a more luxury brand without that really really high-end luxury price tag to it yeah i know my wife gets jealous because she's like you know i buy golf stuff and i only wear it on the golf course and then she gets jealous of me because i'll wear a travis matthew right. golf shirt all day long <laughs> like, right it's just like a regular shirt for me so exactly she's jealous of that so, well yeah so you and spend so extreme you know what the price gets too high it's tough well and that's exactly the other thing that we're trying to do so i take a lot of my inspiration from casual wear because I want to be able to I don't want to just wear something on the golf course and never be able to wear it again because frankly I don't golf enough to justify spending that kind of money on a golf polo or golf pants to wear like 
once or twice and then never wear it again. Yeah. So if I'm going to rock some joggers or some golf pants, I'm going to wear those on a daily, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm pretty much live in athleisure wear. And so I want to be able to wear things off the course too, um, that are also golf friendly and guys can do that totally easy, but most women can't wear their bright neons <laughs> off the golf course They're without full. looking like you just went golfing. <laughs> so, I mean, we have women who don't even golf that buy our dresses because they just love the look of the dresses and they'll throw on some high heels and go out on town with, you know, in them. And so that's part of uh, what I wanted to do too, is just bring a more casual um, look to the golf course while still staying within those boundaries and not jeopardizing the integrity of the game. I mean, we're not trying to, like I said, we, we want to, we don't necessarily want to change the culture of women's golf, but we want to kind of evolve kind of evolve the, the culture of women's yeah. golf. The whole game is kind of evolving. I mean, we're, we're seeing it Absolutely. become more exciting, and we're, we're trying to bring more people into the game, and now there's music on the golf course. and Yeah. There's a little bit more of a casual feel to golf. Like, we're just starting to get rid of some of the stuffy the stuffiness of golf. Right. And then you're, you're kind of in a perfect time because there's been this growth of golf since – since COVID, I guess, yeah. uh, when there wasn't a whole lot to do. And I've looked at the stats before, and golf has exploded over the last few oh, yeah. years. A lot of people who came back to the game that kind of gave it up for a while, and then a lot of new people. So it really, like, starting in 2019 sounds like a bad spot to be, but it probably benefited you to kind of be part of this new this new run-up and the growth that you're showing. Really, it, it absolutely really did, yeah. yeah. I think women's golf was up by, like, 30% or something <laughs> I believe it, yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you're definitely seeing, which is really cool. A lot more women going out golfing with other women versus women just going out golfing with their husbands. And so when I was saying it was a, a jealousy thing, you know, going in and seeing my husband get all this <laughs> coming out with like just hand, mounds yeah. of clothes. And I'm just like, really, I can't even find a, a hat that I even like. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but it's one of those things where, guys golf together and it's like their thing and they become obsessed and I think a lot of women and wives or girlfriends or whoever really struggle with it because they don't understand why they love it so much right <laughs> and so for me I didn't grow up golfing um but my husband I mean he's obsessed his dad was a big time golfer and so he's he's always loved the game right and I'm like, gosh, what are they doing out there for like six to eight hours? Because then they're, you know, going to the clubhouse after and it's all. I'm like, is it really that fun? I mean, when I first started doing it with them, I'm like, okay, when is this round going to be over? So I can go get something to eat, maybe have a beer, like just relax. But now that I actually go out with my girlfriend, and don't get me wrong, I love golfing with my husband. It's it's super fun too. And we play in tournaments together. And Good job. You got to throw that in there. <laughs> throwing that out there. But when I go out with my girlfriends, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why they love it so much. This is yeah. so much fun. <laughs> and, you know, you golf 18 and you're ready to even to golf even more and go have cocktails and just hang out. And it's it's just so fun. And I think what, where a lot of women struggle is they don't, they don't understand it because they haven't gone out and done it um, or they're just not good enough at golf, you know, and they haven't had lessons or whatever it is. And yeah. I think my whole take on it was like, I'm not going to get upset with him and start nagging him about it. I'm going to embrace this and find out, what the heck is so special about this sport that you love so much? And I'm going to learn how to actually do this the right way. Cause when I first started, it was just like, you know, hack central. <laughs> and, um, once I did that and now I go out and play in tournaments with my friends and we go out, you know, just us girls. And 
it is so fun. I mean, that's like what we do as as gals now versus just getting together and talking. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, much rather go move around. Get and an do activity something. in there, yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm a big. I'm. I want everyone to be a golfer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like ask anyone I work. I try and recruit all my friends. I'm like, you need to start playing golf. And, you know, it's just a, it's just so much fun. Like you said, like right. it's a great way. Like I have a, a golf trip coming up Memorial weekend that I went on last year to gamble sands with a bunch of buddies from college. Oh, nice. And uh, some of us, it's the only time we see each other. Like once a year, we're, we're right. all doing this golf trip, you know, and it's like, okay, let's find a time to get together. Cause suddenly you get busy and uh, people have jobs and, and you got friends that start their own business. Yeah, yeah, and right. <laughs> and you never see each other. And then again. we all have right. kids and it's like, okay, we gotta make this time to to go out and play golf. And as long as you go out and enjoy every second of it when you're out on the golf course, it's worth it. It's right. worth every and and I've had times, I'm not gonna lie, where I, I get so focused and so into my golf game that I maybe didn't enjoy it as much. Right. And as I get older I'm like enjoying it more because more, more. Like, you're not so serious yeah yeah exactly. i realize i'm not going to be on a tour once you realize you're not going to be on tour <laughs> it's a lot more fun yeah it's yeah. definitely a lot more fun i'm definitely not going to be on tour my goal is to do well in our member guest golf tournament right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like men's league is my is the masters for Ex- me it's yeah, like yeah. okay this is this is a big event i've got seven bucks on the line right, right? yeah so, <laughs> this is a very, big deal nobody talked to me for a week <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how serious we take golf and how it, it is it's pretty funny consumes you now um i've got my kids playing it do you have your kids playing golf yet oh yeah yeah so are. our nine-year-old is obsessed and that again is another reason too why i started the business is we just love going out on the golf course as a family yeah. and especially once our kids were old enough i was like this is just awesome and if we're going to be doing this all the time i gotta have better clothing to wear yeah. because i need something more <laughs> functional i need more pockets i need yeah so i need to be able to wear something that I can run around after seven and nine year old boys and, you know, so, um, yeah, but they, they're obsessed and my older son is just like his dad with it. I mean, he, he expects to birdie every hole, (laughs) which we tried to explain to him is not realistic even for professional players. (laughs) It would be really cool though. It would be really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Keep up the hard work. (laughs) Every Um, time I birdie number one, I'm like, maybe I'm going to birdie all of them. I don't know. And then I shoot 105. And I'm like, right. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I did get a birdie. I got one birdie. <laughs> yeah. So our kids love it though, and I love um, I love having the business just so that they can see, um, you know, us doing something like not just your typical nine to five. You know, like they see their parents building something and they get excited about it and. They love walking into the golf shops and seeing Calliope up on the walls. And yeah. you can just sell it, tell totally there's cool. like this sense of pride and it, it makes you feel pretty special. It's so really are cool. you at any, what local courses are, or what shops are you what in shops? So we're at Manitou and okay. then Calspell, we're at Hayden Lake. Um, Polson Bay isn't really a local, but they're over in Montana. Oh yeah, no, that uh, yeah. Quarterly National, just getting into Black Rock this year. Cool. They stopped by the at the PGA show. Um, that's funny. You had to go to the PGA show. to. I know, you know, we've been emailing back and forth <laughs> oh, for okay. like two years now. And they just, it's kind of tricky though, because black rock and CDA national are right across the street from each yeah. other. And then you get a lot of women or not women, but members who overlap. And so they don't want to get all the same stuff because if they're women see it at black rock, then they're not going to buy it at quarterly national. So oh. they kind of try to, like not get the exact same stuff as yeah, each other. Sense. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. But um, 
most of the courses around here we're in. Um, I haven't really aggressively been even reaching out to courses in the back Northwest just because I got those main courses and then I just got so busy with it. I mean, for the most part, up until this past summer, so what, summer of 22, it was just me. I mean, yeah. there was it was pretty much I was doing the fulfillments I was doing all the packaging I was doing all the shipping I was doing all the manufacturing you know the designing or not the manufacturing but dealing with the manufacturers the designing um it was kind of a solo like all right I guess we'll just figure out how to do this and we'll make it work and then finally once after the PGA show our accounts started growing and I was like oh my gosh I don't know how I'm gonna do this and especially because when I started this business I knew that I didn't want it to overlap anything going on with my kids. So I my my background is sports administration. Mm -hmm. So I was an athletic director before we had our, our kids. Oh, really? And um, then when we had our kids, I decided to stay home with them. And I knew going, you know, once they were in school, I wanted to start doing something again. But I knew I didn't want to go back into athletic directing because it's nights, it's weekends, and frankly, it's it's more just dealing with parents than actually than anything, and it's it's a nightmare. Oh, that's and that's at the high school level. Um, so I actually was kind of all over. I worked in a lot of different sports um, areas, but um, I started at the Boys and Girls Club over in Kirkland, actually. Oh. Uh, and then as an athletic director there, and, and then I also worked um, kind of in sports management for the city of Bellevue, and then I went over to the Redmond. Um, it's like a private prep school over there. And did some assistant athletic athletic directing over there as well. Oh, okay. um, and then, yeah, so it was just always nights and weekends. My husband worked corporate, so he was more like during the day. So we just, we never saw each other. <laughs> and then when we had our boys, I stayed home with them and then um, knew I wanted to get back into something, but I just didn't want to miss out on anything. My yeah. parents were business owners growing up. I'm the last of five. They were at every soccer game, every basketball game. And I just knew, I was like, I'm not going to miss out on anything yeah, and my husband know. travels a lot so um I just I, I made that decision and so this was just a great and honestly it was kind of it kind of started as a hobby more than anything like <laughs> like oh let's just do this it could be kind of fun and then next thing you know it's just like holy cow this thing's taking off and yeah. so I ended up finally getting to the point where I was like I need to get some help and um we found our ops manager who's just absolutely fantastic. And so she she pretty much runs the show now. I don't even know why she needs me around anymore. So. <laughs> like, I'll be on the court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Know if you need um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I still spend the summers hanging with my boys at the lake and going golfing. And, um, you know, I'll answer emails or phone calls here and there. But I don't have to be so hands-on with everything now, which is really cool because this That's is exactly awesome. where we wanted to be mm -hmm. with it. And, um yeah, my kids have no idea how lucky they are. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them don't. Right? <laughs> I remind my kids all the time, you yeah. know how lucky you are? Right. <laughs> I always tell them, you know what I did in the summers when I was a kid? Nothing. I didn't play golf. <laughs> oh, no, I say that to them all the time. You want to know, especially when they start getting all, you know, nasty in the summer after, you know, oh, oh I'm sorry, you just had a full day of lake and golf, and yeah. now you're upset that you didn't get an ice cream cone, you know, so you want to know what I did in the summer since seventh grade, I was working on the farm, so I grew up on a farm in oh, central yeah. Washington, I'm like, I was working every summer, I didn't get to go to the lake, I didn't get to go golfing, I didn't do any of that, I had to work to make money just so I could go to the movies with my friends, and they're just like, oh, whatever, mom, yeah, like, like <laughs> they don't can care. Can I get the ice cream or not? Yeah, so 
so is that a no to the ice cream or <laughs> what town in central washington did you grow up prosser in? oh you're from prosser okay yep nice do you know anyone from prosser because I don't, but my wife is from Central Washington, but she's more north. She's from uh, Quincy, kind of. Quincy, yeah. yeah. I think we used to play them um, in sports. They were, I think they were like two A though at the time. Yeah. We were three A at the time. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. So, um, are you are you still doing a lot of the design for everything? Are you doing all of it, or do so, you have people doing that too? So up until January, I was doing all the design. So yeah. everything coming out in the spring will be all my design, and then. For our fall line, we brought on a designer who actually reached out to us. It was crazy. It was like two days after my husband and I had a conversation about how we should probably bring on a designer to really help get like our fit dialed and make sure that like we're paying closer attention to details because I was so swamped. Yeah. And um, then all of a sudden I got like a, an email through our web portal and it was like, hey, my name is so and so. And um she used to do some work for lulu and uh she's just like a freelance designer uh based out of canada and she was like i'd love to talk to you more about helping you know do some designs and i was like it's actually perfect timing because our manufacturer we're moving manufacturers um to thailand and they need more like precise details they're called tech packs um and they need those which i don't do because I'm not actually a fashion designer, so <laughs> um, I would do like Adobe. I kind of taught myself Adobe Illustrator, so I would do like mock-ups, and I'd do a lot of just like, you know. You're like something like this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it like this. The fit should be like this. Like lots of arrows, yeah. like pointing at collars, like this and this. And then, um, yeah, and then I'd send that to the manufacturer, and they'd just kind of take it and roll with it, but kind of use their own sizing. So generally our sizing runs a little bit small. Uh, so it's just nice to have someone who that's her background. So it's still going to be, I'm still going to be heavily involved in the design. So it'll mostly be like, these are kind of like the inspirations that I have for the fall or for next spring. And then she'll take those inspirations and really get them dialed in. Oh, that sounds like the funnest part. Yeah, it, it really <laughs> is. My favorite part is the design. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like doing like the mock-ups and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I like to find something take a snapshot or save it on Pinterest and then forward it on to someone else. Yeah, you're in a, <laughs> you're in a great place right, right. now. Like, that sounds like a dream. Just like, it's, okay, we're just going to – Yeah. I get to kind of create this and you run with it. Yeah, it's like, it's really great. And she's fantastic. And she just loves what we're doing too. So everyone that's, that's on board with us, they just really believe in the brand and they think it's just really cool what we're doing. Uh, our sales manager is amazing. She's based out of uh, New York. She's on Long Island and she – has been with us basically from the get-go and she's like i love hummingbirds like this is like the best <laughs> brand ever and um, she knew she knew the name already was hummingbird yeah she, well she well she read our about us and oh gotcha okay. and then that says it on there about oh, the hummingbird okay. and um so yeah she's been with us from the get-go and she's just absolutely fantastic so oh that's it's pretty cool, cool. <laughs> i love it um okay so i've got 10 questions that i uh, put together for you some of them are golf related some of them are definitely not um, so the first question I have is, uh, should hoodies be allowed on the golf course? Absolutely. Yeah, I think Who so. Who doesn't too. love a hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the new thing. Like, right? Guys are wearing, mean, there's guys on tour that are wearing. I've seen, I saw Colin Morikawa wearing one yeah, not too long ago. I'm like, that actually looks Jordan pretty cool. Did Jordan Spieth wear one Yeah, Spieth wears ago? one yeah. sometimes. They're like the thinner 
you know, the thinner hoodie. They're not like a big puffy like yeah, Bill Belichick no, I mean, hoodie. Yeah, and they're most <laughs> for the most part they're layering them too. I mean, you're layering like a vest or something over. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think, and here's the thing: is I think golfers want to be considered more like athletes. Yeah, I want to be know? considered like an we want to be considered athletes. <laughs> and so, I mean, athletes wear hoodies. Let them wear a hoodie. Yeah. You know? So it's just like. What, what on the women's side uh, more controversial than hoodies? I think would have to be yoga pants. Yoga pants. Yoga yeah. pants. I well, don't. Well, joggers too for men. Um, Justin Thomas wears joggers sometimes. Yeah, they're allowing it. Uh, yeah. Well, I and like here's joggers. the thing: like, what's wrong with joggers? They look. They still. I mean, they just have a different cuff on the, around yeah. the ankle. Like yeah. that's literally the only sharp. difference. Yeah. And so, like, we're making some hybrid joggers that um, they look like pants but then the base is you know the bottom are joggers it's just like a ribbed cuff it's really not any different than a trouser except for the the bottom so i mean i can see why they wouldn't want like maybe drawstring joggers that look like running pants yeah um but most of our joggers all have like back pockets and side pockets so we try to keep it still really golf friendly but like kind of creating more like hybrid versions of you know, so they can cross over. Yeah, I think it looks cool. I like that look. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it just looks sporty. And I, I have a very sporty vibe um, as well. We have a couple different looks to our brand, but um, I keep a lot of things really sporty because that's just who I am and that's how I grew up. I mean, I was the college kid wearing, like, the gray sweatsuit, you know, like full-on gray <laughs> hoodie, and I played basketball, so yeah. I lived in that. And my husband was like, wow, I'm really glad you grew out of that phase. <laughs> glad I didn't know you then. You didn't want to start a company <laughs> of just sweatsuits? <laughs> right. <laughs> They're coming back in, though. Yeah, I don't are. know if you've noticed. I mean, that's, like, the thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty I'm funny. A, I'm always trying to fit in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is one of my questions. It's further down the list. but I'm th- So I'm starting out with two fashion questions here. So I, I'm not a huge fan of the short shorts coming back because I'm, I'm almost 45. I, I grew up in the longer, baggier shorts era. Right. I don't necessarily need really long shorts, but I went to a high school basketball game the other day. I don't oh, know they're getting short. They're really getting real short. short. They're like the real short yeah. old school. I'm like, I don't think I can do that. I know I can't do that. But I do kind of like the long sock look. And I've always been a no-show sock guy on the golf course. Right. But I watched – um tony finau the other day and he was hanging out with his family and he was playing golf in shorts and he has the with long the socks and i'm socks? like i think that looks pretty cool so i kind of love it yeah, yeah i uh i'm the same way though i've always been a no-show sock kind of person and um really in uh some of the asian countries like japan and korea they wear the high knee-high socks with skirts oh, like yeah, kind of like yeah. that schoolgirl look mm-hmm. and it's super cute but i'm like Gosh, I'd feel like such an idiot, I think, if I wore the, that out on the course. Like, my husband would be like, what are you wearing? And for the record, I'm not saying I'm going to do that. Right. <laughs> but the crew socks, I think, that's a nice in-between. We actually yeah. almost started making, and we probably will this next year, we'll probably start doing some crew socks. Okay. Um, and we'll start seeing how that that looks with, like, skirts. So there was another um, women's company at the show. They had, like, the high crew socks, and it looked really good. It's a... Kind of, it's just a different look, though. Yeah. But my only thing is then that's creating a really bad tan The tan line. I don't line. do, yeah. I'm well, not. and I talked, about my, I, I talked about this with my wife the other night. I said, right. what do you think about me moving into the, And I know this isn't, like, <laughs> brand new. I know I'm a little late to the party on the lawn. Right. <laughs> Teenage kids are all, have been doing it for years already. Right. But she's, she's like, what about the sock line? And I'm like, well, I'll just have to hang out at the lake more right. and just kind of work through it. But 
that know, could get that pretty is, bad. That like is the, the challenge. <laughs> like the golfer's farmer's tan or whatever. I've you already know, got the white forehead going <laughs> right. on. <I> know. <laughs> All right. What's your uh, favorite course in the area? Well, I'm kind of biased. I love Coeur d'Alene National. It's yeah. just, it's amazing. And it's just like our happy place too. It's super peaceful out there. And Have you ever played out there? I played there once, yes. Oh, I played just, with Paul Brown. Beautiful. Did you know Paul Brown at all? He just passed away no. maybe a year ago. No, I didn't know him. Yeah, and he was a BlackRock member and then moved over to Coeur d'Alene National. Okay, see, I've never actually played BlackRock. Yeah. Uh, my husband has, and he likes Coeur d'Alene National way better. Um, I thought it was great, yeah. Public great courses, course. I love uh, Circling Raven. Yeah. That's an awesome course. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, Coeur d'Alene National is like basically Circling Raven on steroids, I think. Like, it's just... It's just stunning. I mean, it's yeah. it's a beautiful course. And, I mean, really, I am i don't pay that much attention to the actual course layout. Yeah. It's more about the surrounding area that I pay more attention to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I definitely Coeur d'Alene National, hands down. I've actually not played that many local courses, though. A fun one is uh, Wine Valley. Yeah, we were just yeah. talking about Wine Valley um, a couple episodes ago. I was talking to Taylor and uh, Kaylee Bold from... Um, uh, from uh, oh, um, so Golf, Island. Golf Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Golf Island out there. Um, I was talking to them about it, and that was one of the courses they threw in there. I'm like, what's your favorite courses? And they're like, yeah. Wine Valley. It's awesome. cool. And I've only played it once, and it's been a while, and I need to get back down there, and especially we're wine drinkers, so yeah. we'll get back down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's super pretty down there. Yeah. Um, and then Bear Mountain's pretty fun. Have you played that? I have played Bear Mountain. That's up in Chelan, right? Yeah. 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 We used to play that when we lived uh, over on the west side. Yeah. We'd go play that every now and again, and that was a super fun course. Yeah, that's a good one. We go to Gamble Sands quite a bit. That's always... I've never played Gamble Sands. My husband's going this spring with uh, his dad, and I was like, oh, man. I yeah, put that go. on your list. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I'm going, uh, again, Memorial Weekend. And I had the head pro on the podcast. Uh, about a year oh, ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they're building another course, and um, I'm going with some friends, and then I just got invited on another golf trip with some buddies, and my wife said, no, you were Van- going to Bandon or back to Gamble? Back Sands. to Gamble. Oh, have well, you ever they, been to Bandon? I've been to Bandon a nice. couple times, yeah, which is amazing. My you, husband's been there? obsessed with Bandon. Yeah. He goes like once a year. Yeah, I just wish it was easier to get to. As soon as I get a private oh. jet, I'm going to play there more. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> Once you get that, yeah. <laughs> then it's there. That'll be more fun. I mean, you can charter it with a bunch of buddies, though, I've right? I've Is it even that much more, though, than at this point? It's pretty commercial? expensive. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty pricey. We've always just flown into Portland, then you have a four-hour drive. Yeah. I mean, you ideally, you fly into Eugene and pop out. Right. Because I think it's a couple hours from Eugene. Right. My husband's funny, though, because he's like, we really should go golf band in uh, one of these days, just you and I. And I was like... Every time you go there, you tell me about how bad the weather is. It's horrible. And I'm like, you know I am not. Uh, I am a totally a fair weather golfer. Like, there's no way. I do not enjoy being out in yeah. the dumping rain. I, I'll do it. And, I mean, if we have a tournament or something, I'll throw all my rain gear on and I'll do it. But it's not enjoyable for me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Your odds of getting bad weather are... Like it's it's pretty likely, right? That it's cut. Like especially if you play three or four days, yeah. one of the days is gonna be like 
windy or cold and rain, probably raining. And, right. But I do the same thing. I always tell my wife, I'm like, we got to go to Bandon together. And I've, I've been to Scotland and played the old course. I'm like, we got to go to the old course That's together. How, yeah, my husband just played last year. That was his 40th birthday present. Oh, I was like, go to Scotland. Yeah. And then his 40th happened in the year of COVID. So he had to push it off for two oh, years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, poor guy. Just, <laughs> he just went this past summer. So Good for him. Uh, yeah, that's that's got to be a pretty pretty awesome trip. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a fun one. Um, what uh, did you watch? Um, Full Swing on Netflix, the new documentary. I started watching it the other day with my husband. I just was watching the the Spieth, um Justin Thomas Tom, and Justin Jordan Thomas Spieth. episode. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of the first one. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of interesting to just watch some of the like back like backstories of everything yeah. um but no i didn't make it through and then i think he watched another one without me but we just started it so. don't miss the joel damon episode that's one of the coolest guys on the planet oh really <laughs> i was actually looking to do like a uh instagram post of kind of my review of every episode and i'm yeah. like joel damon's maybe the coolest guy and i just finished it's eight episodes i just finished the last one last night it's really good oh nice yeah they did a good job of it yeah yeah it was it was interesting i'm yeah, yeah i definitely want to finish it out it's just fun to see those guys like you think it's like the greatest life in the world and right. it is pretty darn good but you, you also see like the struggles and right the, the oh there's gr- just so the much grind. pressure i yeah. mean it's just got to be so intense <laughs> yeah. i mean you look at us like hack you know a bunch of hackers out there <laughs> getting ticked off at ourselves and we have <laughs> you like imagine these guys yeah it's just well, and I went to, I've talked about this before, I went I went to the Masters one year, and mm-hmm. I watched those guys, and they walked down the fairway, and I'm like, they don't look like they're having a lot of fun. Right. Like, they <laughs> look stressed. Not look, <laughs> this does not look enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, like, we look a lot different when we're out playing. <laughs> right, yeah. the local public courses. <laughs> well, I think about it, too, and I'm like, gosh, after one weekend of golf, like, in a tournament or something, I'm sore. Yeah. So, like, I mean, these guys, that's their normal motion. Like, they're doing it. But they're doing it nonstop. People don't think golf is tiring, but these guys are walking, like, so much every yeah. day. And just the motion and the the power it takes to just constantly be doing that swing. I mean, it's it's kind of exhausting. <laughs> yeah. It's not a natural motion. Right. It's kind of weird. <laughs> and it shows them working out. They all have, like, rigorous yeah. lifting routines. Yeah. Right. The, I mean, it's there's a reason why they all work out now. Because right. They break down if yeah, they don't. It fascinates me that some of the like older or like old school golfers like were not in the best of shape and yeah. how they were able to do it. <laughs> they're all smoking. My favorite <laughs> right, picture. They're all smoking. I have the picture of Ben Hogan and Arnold Palmer yes, like smoking cigarettes. The- <laughs> yeah, I've got that. It's one of my favorite photos. <laughs> I think my husband has that one too. That's pretty funny. Um, are you an LPGA fan? Do you watch any of it? Well, I don't watch. I don't generally watch a lot of golf. Yeah. Um, or TV in general with my boys. <laughs> They're pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely kind of pay attention to things. We actually have a couple uh, tour players who wear our brand, oh, which is cool. Nice. Um, yeah, we sponsor a lot of, like, um, well, it's not Symmetra anymore. It's Epson. Um, yeah. Epson Tour Gals. Circling Ravenstock. We went down for yeah. it. We, we didn't make it this summer, but the summer before. It yeah, so yeah. same here. Yep, I was yeah. out there, and um, we try to support – a handful at least five um maybe maybe like five to seven gals a year just depends um I like to hop on the phone with them because we get uh, a lot of gals who will reach out like hey do you have any stuff we can wear and oh yeah for me a huge part of it is just like finding out more about the person and um you know she's a good fit for the brand and the culture of our brand and we just really try to get really positive people on board um and people that believe in the brand as well. And so, yeah, I don't follow it like 
the actual tour very much, but I yeah. know what's going on. It's kind of funny because I have this golf company and I, my husband's always like, you should probably get better at golf <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to own a golf what company. What is your handicap? Do you carry a handicap? Yes. What? You, <laughs> you don't want to tell 18. me. Oh, that's really that's good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 30-something. Oh, gosh, no. Then I'd need to just drop it all together. No, I, no, I, I mean, I'm okay. I mean, too. my friend and I won the member guest at Manitou. Well, we got sec- what, second this past year, second or third this past year, but we won it the whole thing really? two years ago. Wow, yeah. good for you. Yeah, we don't know how we did it. We were just like, gosh, people probably think we're sandbaggers because we were just, I mean, we. <laughs> oh, they do. Well, oh, win, yeah, if you win, if everyone you win, thinks you're a sandbagger. Yeah. But we, we literally <laughs> just looked at each other and were like, what's happening right now? <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> it's the most fun. I, it's so fun. I live out in Twin Lakes and, and uh, I've been playing member guests out there for 15 years and I've won it one time. Right. Everyone's like, what a sandbagger. Yeah, like, yeah. I took <laughs> last last year. <laughs> well, then when we did so well last year too, we're like, oh great, now they're really going to think we're sandbaggers. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just part of the deal. You got to just take their money and yeah. say sorry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, okay, another clothing question for you. What's your favorite fabric, like, or blend of fabrics? Because I'm a fabric snob. My wife makes fun of me. I put on a shirt, and I'll be like, oh, it's like wearing a burlap sack. Yes. And she makes fun. And I think we're probably just getting to the point where we've got nice fabrics now. Right. Shirts have gotten a lot nicer over the years. Yeah, I'm totally a fabric snob, too, though. And I'm very, like, sensory. Like, I... If it's not super soft, I don't want it touching my body. <laughs> like, yeah. I just can't handle it. And yeah. so, I mean, anything that's like a poly spandex blend yeah. um, or a nylon spandex blend is going to be a really nice soft, like that yoga pant type material. Um, but we, anything, um, I like getting like more brushed materials. So it's like brushed on the inside, but not on the outside. Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> so those are really nice, but it's it gets tricky because then if it's like too heavy, if it's too heavy, then it'll feel like too hot. Um, and then we have a really cool material. It's probably my favorite material that we have. It's like a faux suede, but it's poly spandex, so it's super stretchy, but it looks like suede. Oh wow! And then the the inside isn't suede, so it's not hot. So I've worn our uh, suede skirts out in like. 90 degree weather and having got i also love the heat though so yeah um but yeah those are really cool uh one of our best selling fabrics is uh anything with our leather so like the faux that kind of like sheen look to it mm-hmm. ladies love that yeah yeah so but yeah i'm, I feel I'm like big it's on like a, there's like a 60 40 polyester spandex it's generally like an or... 80 20 okay. um <laughs> you were close that's what i meant to yeah, say yeah you were super close um, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't either when I started. People ask me technical garment questions, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're talking A lot of companies, uh, manufacturers, won't even work with you as a startup. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to even find a manufacturer just because you don't know what you're doing. And they're yeah. like, eh, this person doesn't know what they're doing. They're not going to meet our minimums, and we don't want to babysit them, and so they just don't get back to yeah, you. Yeah, I bet it's, so. there's probably a lot that start up, and then they flame out. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little tricky, but um, we're at a really good place now where manufacturers are coming to us asking us if we can bring our business to them. So that's kind of cool. Wow, yeah. that's great. All right, I'm leaving that in there. I'm not editing out my 60-40 uh, <laughs> You shouldn't. Wild you guess were close. There. <laughs> All right, my next question is, what's your favorite conspiracy theory? Oh, dear. 
Do you get into them? Uh, mine's I, probably, I'll start. Mine's probably the JFK, like who killed JFK stuff. Oh, that fascinates me. I can go down that rabbit hole that, quite a bit. That fascinates me. I, I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist. Oh, but. Uh, but you would have but. the best conversation <laughs> with my ops manager because she gets far down those rabbit holes. <laughs> and she'll start, she'll come to me and she's like, her husband will tell her like, when are you going to start putting the foil on your head? Like, <laughs> um I don't, I'm, mine's probably the whole alien thing. Ooh, I mean, yeah, that, you know, <laughs> it, it fascinates me. I think it's just like, I there's so much. Like you look up at the stars, and there's just there's something else out there. I mean, yeah. the universe is just a beast, and it's just <laughs> freaky. And then look at ocean life. I mean, that's a whole other beast in itself. And yeah, yeah. So uh, there's got I don't know. That, I go back and forth on it. I'm well, like, then you look at like how much technology has grown since you know the what was it the fifth. What what year was that when the whole UFO like the whole Roswell thing? Yeah, yeah, I think it was in the wasn't it like 50s? the fifties or something. Yeah, yeah. I think so right. anyway, technology just went. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. I love going down those rabbit holes. Those are fun. <laughs> but I also like can go a little ways, and then something will be like. I'm like, okay, that's too far. Like, right, this is too much. I'll yeah, like, this is, now I sound like a crazy person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try and stay reasonable about it. I'm like, okay, who killed JFK? And then they're like, oh, it was aliens. I'm like, okay, you lost me now. Right, right. Now, yeah, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little excessive. <laughs> but if you want to talk about aliens uh, uh, on their own, yes, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's just fascinating to think about. But yeah, yeah. also how small we are in the universe and yeah. how big the universe is. Like, there's got to be all sorts. I watch, like, sci-fi. My husband tells me I'm a nerd all the time. <laughs> Because that's my, like, thing. Once my kids are asleep, I'll put on some stupid Netflix series, and yep. it's almost always, like, a Marvel, like, you know, I'm really into Marvel, like, superhero stuff. He thinks I'm a total nerd. And no then, way. you know, I'll watch, no like, Agents here. of S.H.I.E.L.D., and it's all aliens, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> like, have you seen this documentary? It's right. very good. <laughs> we're doing all the Marvel movies in chronological order right now, by the way. Oh, are you? Yeah, we're about we're probably halfway through it. Oh, wow. Um, How so, old are your kids? Are uh, they? Nine and 12. Oh, okay. So they're probably yeah. really into the whole and Marvel And my son thing. is nine, so he's really into it. And then my right. daughter's 12. So she she's enjoying it too though. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's awesome. They've done a good job with a mix of like female and male. Yeah, I mean, I love yeah. The world. I do love Marvel. Some <laughs> they're kind of getting a little little crazy, but <laughs> I do want to see the new Ant Man really bad though. Oh yeah, it's I know. Out. I just saw that it's came out. Theater. I was yeah. really excited, and again, not something my husband would want to watch with me. So. <laughs> what's the What's the best round you've ever played? What did you shoot? I think it was at Manitou actually with my friend at the tournament I, I shot like an the, 80 oh man like an 84 oh, 84 nice. 85 I think last year oh that's really good yeah, yeah. that's a fun court I played Manitou quite I a few love times. Manitou yeah. it is a super a fun friend course. of mine's a member out there and yeah I'll probably once or twice a year I'll get a chance to get out there so. nice yeah. yeah it's a great crew they have out there and they do really fun tournaments um have you ever done a glow ball over there I've the never night done tournament? glow ball at all Oh, Ever, it's so anywhere. fun. Yeah, it sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's it's just crazy, though, but uh, yeah. super fun. We try to go do it every year over there. But, yeah, Manitou is a great, great track. Um, that was probably my best. And I don't know how I play that well because I get really nervous in tournaments. When I play solo, I'm actually just in tournaments. I 
pretty much get DFL like every time because I get super nervous and I just, <laughs> oh gosh, this is terrible. But I'll go out there with my girlfriend and we just kill it for some reason. We just play off each other really well. That's so. awesome. My wife's the same way. Like yeah. member guests, they're just locked in. It's right. like, okay, let's do this. Right. And you, horse races are like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the first year the best. we had the horse race. <laughs> I didn't even know what a horse race was. This was like last year. I still, I'm like, what's a horse race? They're bringing horses to the course? I'm so confused. Yeah. And, uh, Oh man, I had, and they didn't let you play with your, your partner that first year, the way they did it at Manitou. You had to, you got paired with like some random person that had a similar score as you. And so I was paired yeah. with this gal I'd never met before and my friend didn't make it in even though she played lights out. And so I was like, oh, it's just me. I'm so nervous. So I'm sitting there like, just, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. And uh, yeah. I get up there and I'm just like, don't. And all the other women just actually played really they hit their shots great and i was one of the last ones that, and i'm like oh great i'm gonna just come up here and just hack it or chunk it or just so embarrassing and i actually like ripped it past all of them which was awesome but it's still it was just like super nerve-wracking isn't that terrifying this yeah. is horrible i love it i love the challenge of it but at the same time you're like i don't yeah this is so scary right it's so stressful. i'm playing in front Everyone's of 14 watching people. me <laughs> my worst nightmare <laughs> yeah. yeah like golf's not scary enough got right a bunch of people watching yeah exactly a lot of glass and breakable stuff right right <laughs> <laughs> all right my last question for you what's your favorite theme park in the northwest in the <laughs> naturally silverwood all right excellent answer you did <laughs> my right. kids do their what is it Read to read to ride. Read to ride? Yep. Oh, good. We do okay. our read to ride every year, and Very cool. we go at least once a year. But usually they'll talk me into taking them up there. Yeah, you gotta. Well, yeah. yeah, once you have once you have kids in your ear about Silverwood, you, you gotta, gotta go. Yeah, yeah. So. and it's not like Disneyland crazy, you know, with yeah. the lines. So that's All right. good. Excellent answer. You did <laughs> you did great on those. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cassie, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely, thanks it's for having me. Yeah, I was looking forward to just kind of hearing your story and how this happened. You know. Yeah, like, yeah. What hopefully, a cool uh, company. It's here in Spokane. Like, how much better is that? So, right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So now cool. we have a new uh, simulator at the warehouse. So we just moved from our basement oh, yeah, to you the warehouse, yeah. and. Um, just put in a new simulator, so we're gonna get a pro out there to start doing lessons. We might do some like swing and shop events, which oh, cool. would be really cool for some of the ladies. Maybe even do like a couples night where guys can come get lessons while the gals look at some of the the clothes and shop around. Oh so, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how we want to start marketing that. That's a whole nother ball game. That's but yeah, idea. we got the whole space set up. We put our PGA show booth like the wall up in between like the warehouse space and the simulator space. We'll have a lounge area, a little bar table. It's gonna be pretty cool. Oh, really cool. What kind of yeah. simulator? Simulator. Uh, foresight. Get? Foresight. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. It has all the stuff you need to. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Yep. That's all my husband's oh, doing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll have to come check it out. It's okay. pretty sweet. Yeah. I'd love to. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, thank you and congratulations on all your success. Thank you great. so much. It's really cool to watch and uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep watching. <laughs> yeah. It's been a ride. Yeah. yeah. Keep uh, a lookout for us. So take a look at the website, everybody. What uh, is it? Um, calliopegolf.com calliopegolf.com okay I gotta work on pronouncing the name because I was saying it wrong now it's in my head but I'll get it down <laughs> you can call it Calio but that's okay <laughs> uh, no I wanna I wanna get this right so thanks for listening everybody uh, check it out hit hit that follow button on iTunes hit the follow button on Spotify that's the easiest way so that when I post these things then you just get a notice and then it's easy for you to follow along just still looking for Different ways to kind of get this thing out in front of you guys. Probably throw some stuff up on next door. So keep an eye out for that stuff. And, and keep listening. Really appreciate it. Got some good guests lined up. And uh, we'll keep cranking them out once a month.
thanks again to Cassie, and thanks again to everybody. We'll see you on the course soon. I think it's about one degree outside today. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's painful. It seems like, <laughs> seems like golf season is a long ways away, but it's going to turn soon, and uh, we'll see you at the simulator for the next couple months, and then we'll see you out on the course. Thanks. Take care. Bye.